0: Hello and welcome to the Your Honest Ally podcast. My name is Amy Greenaway and I am here to be your straight shooting bestie who lovingly tells you what you need to hear without beating around the bush, is your biggest hype girl and wants to see you living the life of your dreams. In this podcast, we will cover all things self-development from manifestation, relationships, sex, fertility, owning your space and so much more. You will be exposed to ideas that will expand your horizons and give you knowledge to make empowered life decisions. Before we get into it, I invite you to open up that beautiful mind of yours, leave all the offense behind and get ready to take full accountability and own your life. Let's grow together because, hey, I'm still figuring out life too. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a fabulous weekend and a great Monday and are ready for the rest of your week. Ready to slay, I say. Today's topic is around dealing with being compared to others and how to... Well, deal with it, really. <laughs> but before we get into that, a little life update. A little life update. Honestly, I wasn't going to even bring this up, but I thought, you know what? This podcast is about opening people's minds to look at things differently and look into things I was actually told the other day by dentists that they wanted me to get a root canal because obviously that tooth that was giving me agony last week was um, a dying nerve or whatever it was. And I am really, really, really opposed to getting a root canal personally. I don't care if anyone else does it, but I just don't ever want one. My dentist in Sydney had said to me, I don't want you to get a root canal it's not great for your fertility and I know all Western dentists will get at me about that but he's a Western dentist and he was like, no, or Western medicine dentist, he was like, no, I really don't want that for you. So I've actually, I went to a dentist up here but they wanted me to get a root canal and they quoted me $15,000, $15,000 for one tooth. And I was like, "Mm, no, they also told me they'd give me the quotes for all my other options and didn't include them in my little package. So that was a bit of a red flag for me. But I've actually booked in with a functional dentist that I've been wanting to see for ages. They're just on the central coast of Sydney. So a bit hard for me to get to, but I've booked in for a Zoom consult with them. I have all my x-rays and everything that they're going to look over and it's not really even for them to say, yes, you need a root canal or no, you don't. Because I know like obviously the nerve is dying in that tooth, but it's more for them to tell me about the other options that I could go with. Even if it means I just pull the tooth out and leave the gap there, I, I'm i not opposed to that either. I would rather do that than, yeah, get a root canal. As we know, I've kind of got the odds stacked against me with fertility already, so I don't want to do anything that's going to further hinder my chances. Um, so yeah, but that's my life update. Really nothing, nothing crazy is going on. Except for that, that was an emotional morning. But I'm over it now. I've, I'm pretty much succumbed to the idea that I'll just have a missing tooth in a place that no one can see. So big whoop. Now into our fun fact, life hack and recommendation segment for today. Today I'm going to give you a life hack. It is a life hack that I use every single day and I have been using this life hack every single day for the last three years and I love it. It saves me, well, it saved me a bucket load of money so far. It's around eyebrows. You may or may not know, I am obsessed with nice eyebrows. I have lovely eyebrows in my opinion (laughs) and I love having them always look really nice and lush and um, fluffy and just in their place, stay in their place. So actually my best friend gave me this hack. She saw it and told me and thought I would love it and yes, I have used it ever since. If you're someone who brushes their eyebrows and use brow gel or brow soap or any of those things, you may like this if you're into wanting to save some moolah pretty much it's literally get using soap like actual soap on your eyebrows instead of paying $50 dollars for brow conditioner or brow soap or brow gel whatever you want to call it but you have to use the pears soap brand. So pears soap sell um, dries clear rather than other soaps that dry white and yeah you just get it I got mine from just supermarket. And I got it in a packet of three for like $6 and I have still not gone through that packet of three, three years later. And I use it every single day and I just got a little brow brush and I wet the brow brush, rub it in the soap, then brush my eyebrows and voila, they are fabulous and stay like that. Even when we travel, what I have done is I got a, like a little tin, like a little case. I chopped off some of the soap and have put it in the case and I still haven't even gone through that like you don't go through it very quick like you would with gel or conditioner or anything like that and it is so easy to travel with and it's a great life hack and it will save you lots of money and I know a friend of mine who also travels all over the world she uses it too and loves it if you try it let me know how you go but you have to you have to use Pears soap pear soap like you know the old soap that you used to see it at your grandparents house when you were little it's like a a copper color but it, it dries clear so enjoy that one guys and now let's get into the topic of today <laughs> dealing with being compared to others it's not nice being compared to others is it I posted a pic on my Instagram the other day with a quote that said, "Notice how happy you get when you literally just do you," and it really sparked a lot of people. People messaged me saying, "Like that is so good," and I feel like now, in our well, I'm in my 30s. A lot of my friends are in our, our, their 30s. We're all just like now coming into Owning your space, time of our life, where you're just like, "What was I doing? What was I thinking, comparing myself to others all the time? And we do, right? If you think about it, like we're constantly comparing ourselves, especially my demographic and my age group and And I think that really stems stems a lot from being compared to others as kids. The biggest challenge of life is to be yourself in a world that is trying to make you like everyone else. And I feel like as kids, that was huge. And like people would say, be yourself and all this kind of stuff. And then they would compare you to the kid that was smarter or prettier or better at sports. And (laughs) Yeah. Everyone says, don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. And I don't now so much, but growing up, others did. And like, as kids, we aren't built to start comparing ourselves. Like we, we weren't born and all of a sudden been like, oh, that person's better than me. That person's different to me. That person's prettier than me. Or, you know, those kind of things. Oh, I, wish I was better, we, we weren't built like that, but others infiltrated our minds. And then we now have got that comparison. It's not a gene, but trait about us. And I'm going to put it out there and say, especially growing up in the nineties the and two thousands, we were compared all the time to other people. And you can see it now with all of us in our, or oh, millennials, what are, what are we called? I don't know, millennials and Gen Y. Oh, I don't know, whatever we are, but we love to compare. But I'm not, I'm not going to talk so much today about how we can stop comparing ourselves. I'm going to talk more about dealing with other people comparing us in a negative way. That is the topic of today. That is what I'm gonna talk about. And yeah, you know, the the sayings are all great, you know, you are unique and no one is quite like you. And that it's so true. It's so true. And yeah, sure people are similar, but no one is exactly you. And it is true, but we always have those little things in our minds that pop up again and say well, that person can still do it better or this or that. And it's like, like, yeah, someone's always going to be better, aren't they? But who cares? It doesn't mean we stop or we give up and just lay down and let life roll over us, does it? But I'm ranting already and we're not very far in. <laughs> anyway, here we go, kids. Here we go. Being compared to others sucks balls. And I am speaking from firsthand experience with this one. I understand that there are times we are compared and it is totally fine and natural. For example, when you're applying for a job or competing in any sport or dancing or trying out for things. Like there's all of those times. I see healthy competition as a positive thing and a way to strive and be better. Also, it is totally natural for people to point out that some people are really talented or naturally gifted in ways. And that is totally fine and totally normal, right? But what's not okay is when you're just doing your thing, staying in your lane and people compare you to others in a negative way. So that one person is always lower or comes out on top, one person comes out on top, one one person's better, one person's worse. For example, saying things like, your sister does so much better in school than you, why can't you be more like her? Or your friend so-and-so is always looks so nice and put together, why don't you put more effort into your appearance? Or like, how about your little sister is so much more fit and healthy than you, you should totally go to the gym as well. Your brother got all A's on his report card and a great teacher's note. Can you try harder and be more like him? Parents or step parents saying things like, you're so much prettier than your sister anyway. Don't worry if she's better at sports or school or smarter than you. I could go on forever with examples of these, but I won't bore us with them. I'm sure you've I'm sure you've heard them. I'm not sure how it is now growing up as a small human, but when I was growing up in the 90s and 2000s, it seemed to be the normal thing to be compared to others. It was just done. No one really thought about it. But looking back now, we can see it was really quite damaging. And now we have generations of people who feel inadequate and compare themselves constantly because of their conditioning as I was saying before. Yeah, sure, we can all say, don't compare yourself. You are you and that is your superpower. You are incredible just as you are. But unfortunately, I think it's going to take a little more than a few great quotes to recondition those who grew up being compared to others all the time. It is true whether you were the person who always came out on top or if you were the underdog in the situation. Even if you're the person everyone was saying was super attractive compared to other people, you're the prettier sister or you're the one with more smarts or talent compared to your friends or sisters or brothers. It reinforces that comparison is what we do in life, right? So you could, for example, say, oh, you're the prettier sister and that's, that person is now... Even though you're fluffing them up and they feel great in that situation most of the time, they are now like conditioned to believe that comparison is how it is and how everything is and everything is a competition when it shouldn't be. Hold on. I'm going to actually, I'm going to call my niece and ask her if she ever feels compared to others. I need to know if kids in this day and age are feeling the way we felt growing up. Or if hopefully us, our generation as parents have recognized this and maybe stopped stopped it in its tracks. What is it? Broken that generational cycle, which is amazing. I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully she answers. One second. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What well, are you doing? I'm just podcasting you live on the podcast.
1: Oh,
0: cool. (laughs) Oh, cool. Okay. Um, How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm just calling. I just have a few questions that I thought you might be able to answer for me. Yeah. So I just have a question. Growing up, like as you're growing up now, you're 10, do you ever feel like you are compared to other kids or um, family or friends or anything compare you to other people? Uh,
1: sometimes.
0: Sometimes? Yeah. Like in what way? I'm blank now. You're blank?
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but not like really bad or is it like no. just like obviously when you do fizzy you get compared to other people because yeah. that's a competition and that's, that's normal. But in other ways, do you feel that people compare you to others in a negative oh, way? No. Okay. That is great to hear. Okay, cool. Well, that was my questions, babe. Okay. Yeah. You have fun at your party and I will speak to you later. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you, bye. bye. That was my beautiful H-dog. Love her to bits. And that conversation just made me so happy because it is so nice, so nice to hear that they aren't feeling that way like we were. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling good. That, that gives me hope, gives me hope for humanity. But regardless, we now, the people listening to this podcast, old enough to probably make the decision to listen to this podcast, we're compared and we have to deal with that. So let's get back into that. My whole life, I have been compared to others. Growing up, my sister Allie and I were always compared to each other by others. Allie looks quite similar to me, so I guess we were easy, like an easy target, easy to compare. And it was always who was prettier, who was smarter, who was better in every single way. And I'm sure my other sisters felt the same too, being compared to me or each other as well. But I personally noticed the comparison with Ali the most. And I'm sure if I was to ask her, she would feel the same. It was never from our parents. It was more our siblings and other kids our age that would compare us and always to one of us. Like it wasn't Maybe it was behind our backs. I don't know. We'll never know that. But it was one of us was always there, obviously, when they were comparing us. And that's the comparison I'm talking about when you are being like directly spoken to and people are saying these things to you. So something I will say is if your did this to you, if they compared you all the time and almost pit you against each other, I am so sorry about that. It is messed up and it is not okay. And I'm I'm really sorry about that because that would that would create some almost trauma, I guess. Some feelings of inadequacy. Even if you were the one that always came out on top, you still wouldn't feel great and almost create resentment on either end. Which is not positive at all. So I'm really sorry about that. I know I can't apologize for them, but I feel like a lot of our parents' generation, love you guys, love you, mum and dad, but you don't want to accept that maybe fucked up. <laughs> no, you don't want to accept that maybe you did some things that may have traumatized your kids. And we always, all it's always going to happen. Everyone's only doing the best with what they know. But yeah, guys, I'm ranting again. I'm rambling. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. It's messed up, and it's not okay. Now we've acknowledged and accepted what has happened in our pasts and maybe what is still happening now for some. We don't want to wallow in it and stay there. Like, sure, have your pity party, but you got to get over it very quickly. And responsibility as adults to go about healing ourselves and also speak up for others. When we see it happening going forward. Side note, if you are someone who has been known to compare other people to each other, in front of them especially, I'm going to tell you to stop that right now. You can do better. You know it. It might not be as easy as going cold turkey because habits are hard to break, but you can work on yourself enough that eventually you will no longer do it. If you choose to continue to do it and say BS stuff like, oh, it's just how I am, then I'm telling you that you're acting like a dickhead and the damage you're doing to people is disgusting. I'm just going to straight up come out and say it. People are thinking it and I'm going to say it because it's gross. So now we've gone through pretty much understanding, yeah, we were compared. We were compared growing up a lot. It was shit. Even like... You could even go as far as, like, bullied in a way, not like, I'm not going to say your parents bullied you, although some people's did. But, like, even in school when people would be like, oh, that girl's prettier than you or you're ugly, you're not as pretty as hot as this chick or you're not in the popular group or, you know, we could go on forever about it. It wasn't nice. We have to accept it. And then how do we deal with it? So how do we deal with it? first you have to accept that you are you here we go again you are you and you cannot be anyone else when you try to be someone else you are being inauthentic to yourself and lowering your self esteem bit by bit each time the sayings are true you are you and that is your superpower no one can be you Like if you actually think about it, no one on this planet knows every single thought that goes on inside your head or all of the talents that you might have. So it is pretty special if you actually sit back and think about it. Then you need to understand that others comparing you for no good reason just shows you who they are as people. Often they're a little small minded and it gives off kind of small dick, small clit energy, if you ask me. We also have to accept that it's going to continue to happen in life. It's just up to us how we respond to it and what we take on or allow to affect us. Now you have to take a look at yourself and remind yourself that for most things in life, you are not in competition with others. If you are someone that competes with people that don't even know they're in competition with you, that's a problem. Not in the way of using them as an expander or to help you get better, but if you are competing or comparing yourself to another person and it's either making you feel shit about yourself or you are putting them down in your head or to others to puff yourself up and make yourself feel better, that's an issue you kind of need to sort out. It's not healthy, really. Next up, I want you to write a list of all the value you bring to the world. What strengths do you have? What are you naturally good at? I mean, everything from what you perceive as small to big, everything that you think brings value to the world around you. I need you to write it all down. Now, don't come at me with, I don't have any good qualities. Because I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you at least have the quality of wanting to grow and are open to the idea of doing life a little better. So you do have good qualities. And we're gonna bring ourselves out of our pity party and we're gonna write them down. And yeah, we're gonna own our space and love on ourselves. Why not? Here we are. Everyone loves self-love at the moment. So we're all about it. Let's go for it. So are you a good listener? Are you really kind in all scenarios, not just to people's faces? But that's a conversation for later. Are you good at approaching uncomfortable conversations? Are you patient? Do you feel like you're really beautiful? That is totally okay. Do you make others feel valued and beautiful? Are you really supportive? Are you good at any sports? Are you the hardest worker in the room? Are you really good at your chosen profession? Do you light up rooms with your positive energy? Do you make people laugh? Like are you funny? Do you bring joy into the world? Are you a great parent, carer, auntie, uncle? I could go on forever about all the qualities that bring value to the world. I'm not going to but yeah write it all down then read them back to yourself. Maybe even keep them in your notes so that When you're feeling the thief of comparison creeping in, you can read this list. And what you might find is when you're reading them back to yourself, you'll smile and you'll be like, yeah, I am that. I am that. And you fucking deserve to be like that. And you'll smile and also it might make your brain think of other things that you do and that you'd completely forgotten about. Or you could even ask others. This is a really good way because often you see yourself in a way and then you ask someone else, they bring up things that you didn't even realize that they noticed or you forgot about yourself. Like often if I like, if, you know, when you're filling out a questionnaire and it's asking you what others people would say about you, or any of those kind of things. And when I ask people like, what would you describe me as? It's often not what I would describe myself as because we are our own worst critic, right? And it's a really nice exercise. So I very much encourage you to do that. Write down what value you bring to the world and ask someone else what value you think, they think you bring to the world or what they love most about you. Because every time I ask Kirk, what is it that his favorite quality in me His answer is never something like it's the same answer every time, but it still shocks me that he even notices those things about me because I don't notice those things about me, that makes sense. But, yeah, read it back to yourself. You'll love it. And then also you could even go a step further and write down what makes you different to others, what makes you uniquely you. Like one for me is my love. It is obnoxious. You would have just heard it in the last the last podcast that so went off. <laughs> but it's mine and it's no one else's. And what did someone say? A German man once told me it was oh, you, a dirty laugh. <laughs> I don't care, it's mine, whatever. Then you can go and ask someone else, like what makes me uniquely me from your perspective. I'm sure it will be. Something completely different to what you think it is. Actually, I'm going to call Kirk right now. Oh, hopefully, he answers. I think he's at work, but maybe he'll be able to answer. Just calling everyone today. How about it? <laughs> what are you doing?
1: I just got home.
0: Ah. Ah. Hey. Okay. You're on the podcast.
1: Oh, hey, bye, Hey, everybody!
0: <laughs> I just have a question. Yes. From your perspective, what do you think makes me uniquely me?
1: From my perspective, what makes you uniquely you?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, interesting.
0: Um, you're
1: there we go. Um, you're very. There's a lot of things that make you unique. Um. I reckon your go-get attitude and your um, yeah, just your attitude to life is really unique. It's great. I love it. And uh, you you want something and you go get it. Other people would probably be fascinated about it, even if it, how big it like doesn't matter how big it is. Your once you get your mindset on things, it's, it's pretty much bound to happen. So that's what I reckon what like, makes you unique. But there's also, there's so much stuff that makes you unique. You're an odd person. You there?
0: Yeah, sorry. I had that SL silence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
1: <man>. You are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> laugh. That's what I would say is uniquely mine.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but that's minor detail. Like, your laugh, the way you do things. If you get to, if your viewers ever get to people watch you at any time. <laughs> It's right. She does
0: weird shit, baby. <laughs> I, I from the microphone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but that's okay. I, like, I didn't know what you would say, and I literally just said, oh, it's going to be something that I wouldn't even think of. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, babe. That's good. All righty. Well, I love you and I will see you soon.
1: I love you and uh, have a great podcast.
0: Thanks, baby. That's bye. bye, better, bye. bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was not expecting him to come out with that, but there we go. There we go. He he said it. He's a savage. He's hilarious. Just roll with it. Um. Anyway, I just got sidetracked completely but yeah do that do that it'll be funny it might be funny like mine or someone could say something really heartwarming and beautiful I don't know it's always nice and it always will make you feel good and that's what we need after we've been compared our whole lives how about it okay continuing on the next thing I want you to do is think about being at the end of your life and looking back so put yourself there You're at the end of your life and you're looking back over your life and you're thinking about all of the things that you've done with your life. If you spent, like if you look back and you see that you've spent the majority of your life allowing others to bring you down by comparing you or you took it even further um, and constantly compared yourself and had it prevent you from squeezing all the goodness you could out of life, how would that make you feel? Would you regret it sitting there at the end of your life? Would you feel regret in your guts over allowing that to happen? If the answer is no, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> but if the answer is yes, as it would be, like I just think life is so valuable, right? You just want to grab it by the balls. If the answer is yes, I would feel regret, then we need to stop wallowing in this as I've said and no more comparing ourselves like it's gonna happen but we need to stop it like as much as we can. I'm sure there is no one that lies on their deathbed and thinks gosh I wish I was as pretty as Cindy when I was 20. I wish I was as good as Laura at athletics. I don't know. No one's thinking that. I wish I was as pretty as my sister my whole life or Oh, I wish the boys liked me as much because no, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter at all in the scheme of things, right? So I just want you to think about that. The next thing is if you don't think a certain comparison is affecting you or someone else negatively, then let it roll off. That is totally fine. But don't lie to yourself about this. If it is affecting you in a negative way and you're holding it in, it will only build up negative energy within you. And that's not good. That's not positive. We don't want that. But it is totally fine to just let things slide and be like, oh, like, that's not a big deal. It didn't bother me at all. But if it is bothering you, then it needs to be addressed. So what to do when someone is comparing you and saying things to you or you're seeing it happen, right? Well, we need to stop it in its tracks. Even if they're saying it as a compliment because remember it reinforces that it's okay and that life is a competition when like life in general should not be a competition we shouldn't be competing with people all the time we have actual competitions to do that we want to be competing with people all the time go enter a competition yeah so it's like you, to stop it in its tracks, how do we do that? So you could literally say something as simple as, thanks so much, but I don't really like or want to be compared to them. It's not a competition. This isn't rude, shutting them down or even rejecting the compliment, but it's subtly letting them know that it's not okay and that you're, you're acknowledging it, but you're not going to allow it in a kind and respectful way. And you know what? It's kind of like a thin line, really, because sometimes it's fully okay to compare, as we've said. For an example, I grew up competitively dancing. I was literally compared to others in a public setting, and it was fine. And there are so many things like that. And being in um, like a competition for dancing, the results were subjective to each judge and what they liked. Dancing is like that. It's similar to bodybuilding and everything like that. It is a competition where you get up and you are compared to others. It's not like a points or it's a point system but not like, you know, soccer where you hit a goal kind of, kind of vibe. Um, and sometimes I would come second to someone, like to someone else, and people would say to me, oh, you were so much better than them I don't know how they won. And some some people would be totally okay with that. Like that's a fine remark and some people would be totally fine for that. But for me, it didn't help me feel better at all. I would actually think, well, that's nice, but it makes me feel kind of worse as I'm always happy for someone that's better than me to beat me. But knowing they weren't very good is kind of like a kick in the guts, right? it would almost anger me in a way. But again, for some people, that would be totally okay. But then also, again, that's literally in a competition setting where I am being compared to others. So these responses weren't out of the blue or unwarranted at all. They would be totally normal in that setting. So yeah, it's a fine line and you just don't know, but you just need to decide what you're kind of comfortable with. And like, We're not here to be offended by everything. I'm not really offended by much at all. I think that's just like the biggest ick is someone that's offended by everything. But, yeah, we just don't want to get into that comparison toxicity game. And you just need to decide what is okay and what's not okay for you. Going on, if you see it happening to others, especially to little kids, I implore you to call it out. I think I'm infamous in my family for calling shit out when it comes to my nieces and nephews. I'm fiercely protective of them. Like if I see someone speaking down to them in an unkind way, comparing them against each other or putting them down, I have no qualms with putting a stop to it right there and then because for a child to know that someone has their back and will stand up for them is... Something It's huge and they need to know that. And I am side ranting. Anyway, back on track. Like I mentioned in my potty about having uncomfortable conversations, once you have addressed it, let it go and move on and get over it. Yeah, we we got to move on and get over it. We're not going to wallow in it. We're not going to let it affect us anymore. We're going to address it. Say, no, that's not okay with me. Um, Please don't compare me to someone else. Please don't put someone else down to bring me up. All of those things, let's not do them. Let's call them out in a kind way. There's no need to be offended or angry or aggressive about it. But, yeah, and that is how we deal with it. And we just forget about it and move on. We don't want to hold on to things. We don't want to hold on to grudges. We're only poisoning ourselves. The person's over it. You've mentioned it. And then they've learnt their lesson and they're over it. So, kids, they are my tips to recap. Number one, understand you are you and that is enough. And if you don't know who you are without comparing yourself, please begin to find out. If you need to, repeat some affirmations or quotes about it, like the ones I mentioned. You are you, that is your superpower, all of those kind of ones. Pinterest is a smorgasbord of them. Go on there and get your your inspiration. Number two, accept it's going to happen and figure out what you're okay with when it comes to this. What is your tipping point or hard line? You know, we don't want to be offended about everything, but we also don't want to let things slide when they're really affecting us. And if you're someone that's easily offended, that's something you need to work on. Number three, write down what value you bring to the world and read it often and ask, ask others what they think and write it down. And well, I have this recording of what Kirk said, but, um, and what makes you uniquely you and yeah, read it often and look back over it and you'll, you'll feel good. I promise you. Number four, write down, oh, write down what makes you uniquely you. I just... I just combined those together, but that is okay. Yeah, write down what makes you uniquely you and fall in love with it because why not? You're you. You've got to, roll. You've got to live with you for the rest of your life. Number five, remind yourself often not to compare yourself or allow others comparing you to hinder your life experiences. Sit back, think about how you'll feel at the end of your life if you waste your time comparing or allowing yourself to be compared and feel shitty and stop that in its tracks and yeah, live your life amazingly. Number six, call it out when it's happening in a kind, loving and respectful way. If You don't know how to do that. Go back to having my my podcast about having uncomfortable conversations. Number seven, let it go. Don't let it affect your life negatively anymore. You've got to get over it and move on. If you're really struggling with this, really, really struggling with comparison or with dealing with people that have compared you or the trauma if you had some from being young and being compared, I really would encourage you to go speak to a professional that can help you overcome it and move through it. So yeah, that's it for today, loves. Thank you for joining me. I love you. I appreciate you. And just a reminder, I am on your side. Have a fabulous week. Big love.